Welcome to the next episode of Looking Through a New Lens. We are on episode two. Yay! So on this episode, well, and before that, guys, let me start off by saying, for those of you that are new to our podcast, we talk about everything early childhood education. So we are here to be a support for early childhood educators as well as leadership. And we will get down and research the controversial topics. We also wanna be able, so if anyone wants to email us and with a question, then we will research that question so that we can help you and give you solutions on the, the following podcast. So I wanted to introduce you to a new teacher in early childhood education. And you know, lots of times being new in any field can be challenging, but I think that it's really important to understand the perspective of a new teacher, especially when our field is struggling for staffing right now. and everyone is really new and we have people coming into our field that have never been in early childhood before and so having the perspective from a new educator i feel like is important and so i would like to introduce you to taylor graham taylor tell everyone hello how are you guys doing hi miss lisa how are you and i would love it taylor if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself Mm -hmm. um and then tell us how you ended up in early childhood education. Okay, so as we all know, my name is Taylor Graham. Um, For me, I've always been a person who loved to be around kids, even though um, they were younger than me. So when growing up, me and my cousins, we were raised up to be very close knit and together and to respect each other and that we learn together. And so that just bled off into early childhood education because um, what my mom would do, she would, when she was going to school, she would have me and my cousins, especially the older group of kids, and she would pull us in her room and every new piece of information she learned, she would tell us and have us implement it to the younger kids. <laughs> and that was because um, growing up, we grew with up with like 10 kids in one household in a five bedroom, four bath. So we all, we were sharing things all the time. We were fighting, loving, dancing, partying all the time. <laughs> My family is a very colorful p- family. And with, we had um, people in our family who had like big grand personalities and then of course we had people who were opposite so um, being there and learning new things as my mom was going through college that is what basically gave me a push it was a stepping stone for me to get into early childhood education and so um, when I decided to be an early childhood educator um, it was a very exciting experience for me and a very exciting decision because I was like oh I got this my mama can do it Uh, Miss Lisa can do it I can do it (laughs) so um, that's that's how I got into early childhood education (laughs) when that leads to the uh oh what was I thinking oh my gosh yes so I would love it Taylor if because being in early childhood is not always easy because we are we are caring for someone else's children Mm -hmm. but we are also 
we are working with the trauma and the life of that child at which mm -hmm. is what we call their backpack experiences yes. and then also that parent and family's backpack experiences yes. as well as colleagues that you work with yes. so it's lots of backpack experiences mm -hmm. and sometimes the hallways are a little full with all the backpacks right so help us help everyone understand um, what have been some of yours because you've been in tell us how long you've been in early childhood now um it's been about a year okay um I want to say May April will make two years okay perfect mm -hmm. so tell us what in that year and a half ish time mm -hmm. frame what are some of your takeaways like what are some of the I guess some of the things that you've learned across right. that year and a half okay so I'm gonna say number one and you taught me this yourself Miss Lisa um, number one is that we're all doing customer service to each other so that's something I keep on the forefront of my mind because my response not only affects the child but myself and the child fa um, family and of course my colleagues who's around me. So um, that's my very first takeaway. Uh, my second takeaway is always make sure that you have like a calm demeanor because not everybody is going to um, respond well to you snapping and staying calm. If you're gonna teach the child to take breathing exercises, then you also have to um, do the uh, breathing exercises uh, with the child. So it's really doing what you preach. Absolutely, walking so, the walk. Yes, walk, walking what you talk. Yeah, so <laughs> what are some of, because there's so much to learn mm -hmm. and, and I know, um, some research out of the University of Georgia mm -hmm. several years ago um, on teacher retention. Mm -hmm. And so at the University of Georgia, they have a lab school. And so the individuals that are um, completing a degree in early childhood will then have practicums in the lab school. Mm -hmm. And so when I was listening to this presentation, the individuals that had that were doing the practicums um and here they have all this book knowledge from mm -hmm. all of their coursework and their across their degree were discussing how it took almost it really took a year for them to really just kind of figure it out mm -hmm. and that they had to learn how to facilitate a circle time morning meeting that and what to do when they couldn't get the children to sit down and they thought that, okay, I've got this knowledge and you just wave your magic wand and it's voila. No. The children are just sitting there with halos no. and, and they're just ready to absorb everything that you have to give them. No. <laughs> In the real world, we know that's really not true. Right. So what are some of the struggles that you have faced um, being new to early childhood and just mm -hmm. trying to get your feel for the classroom and and all of those in that type of situation 
Okay, so I will set, talk about my biggest struggle. Um, my very first struggle. Um, this almost took me out for the count. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so glad it didn't take it you down. It didn't take you me didn't down. tap out. Resilience. Okay. Resilience <laughs> is an amazing thing. So it's the control. Most teachers go into a classroom thinking they have to control the kids. Would you say that one more time? Most teachers go inside of a classroom <laughs> thinking they have to control the kids. No, what you are there, what as a teacher, you are there to not only teach the kid, but you are a guidance counselor in a way because you have to teach them on all these different types of aspects that's catering that caters to their development. So you can't necessarily control the classroom because there's going to be friends who don't want to do what you um, did. So you're going right. to have to ha um, do what you plan. So you're going to have to have a backup activity just for that friend. What about our friend who are friends who are neo-divergent? They're not going to always be able to pay attention or even like want to do the um, activity also. So what are you going to do to cater to them? As a teacher, you're not there to control the classroom, but to cater to the classroom alongside with teaching them the necessary things that they need to learn Absolutely. so they can thrive. So that is, that was a very big struggle because there were times where I'm like, just sit down. I just want to read a book to you. Oh my God. But instead, can you every, please stop hitting each other? Right. Oh my God. Playing you, in the toilet. Uh, uh. So the first group I were, I was with coming into, um, and coming into childcare development was with after schoolers. So they went to school mm -hmm. where they had to sit down for hours. So when they came to me, they were full of energy. So me as a person, one thing I've always wanted to do was um, teach children social emotional growth. And that is huge. It's very huge. And as an African-American, and as um, somebody who grew up in an African-American community and went to those type to a public school, I noticed that that part of my development was never catered to. Okay. So that was one thing that I always wanted to cater to when going into um, my field. So there were times where kids would just come inside the classroom crying and boo-hooing and I, they're overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed because <laughs> a lot of friends need my help. And so stuff like, I just need you guys to sit down. I just want you guys to get your homework done, eat your snack, you know, then we're gonna talk. So what I had to do, I had to create strat uh, strategies or look up strategies that I could do to cater to those emotional friends at the same time helping them with their homework. So um, that was just, it was a lot. When I tell you, it almost took me out there. <laughs> well, and will you share one of those strategies that you used to to actually assist those children that might have been a little bit more emotional mm -hmm. than the others? What's yes. one of the strategies I'm that you would have used? I'm going to talk about their favorite. Um, their favorite was something I created. was Safe Circle. So the whole class would, um, I made it. I made it like important, like go to school, go home, come from home, come from school. I want you to think about something that you're going to talk about that made you feel good, bad, proud. I want the good and the ugly. And it, we're gonna sit, 
we're going to kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> I called it our kumbaya. And we're just sit there. I have relaxing music on in the background. And we're going to talk. Everybody, it could be a funny story that happened. It could be a sad story. And what would happen? I was like, it's elite. It's elite. If somebody parent come in here, immediately everybody stop and look at the parent and smile. <laughs> so I made sure that it was safe. Nobody said anything, no comments, no nasty comments. We're here to support each other. And of course, it's, these are kids who can understand like supporting makes you feel good. It makes mm -hmm. your other friend feel good. So there would be days like I have to have it on my lesson plan. There'll be days a kid come off the on school bus, Miss Taylor. We need to do a safe circle today because I got three stories for you today. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be stuff like that's when, and during that time when kids, um, when after we like initiated the safe circle, mm -hmm. that's when I was able to get the stuff that really had the kids open up. So that was actually one of the strategies that helped me to get the kids to use their words and not their hands first. Because um, also during that time we had a we had a lot of friends who were hit later. Me um, hit now, talk later, <laughs> and of course. of course that's very frustrating because you have to deal with the parent <laughs> and the kid and the other parent of the child because they what they do to my kid, right? <laughs> my kid does nothing wrong, right. right? So of course that developed the hey I did not like that. Miss Taylor, such and such did this, and I did not like that. Did you tell them? <laughs> that was my. Did you tell them? Yeah. Did you understand that what you did did not make them feel good? It's like, of course, asking those type of questions. Um, I will never forget. It was when I had a four-year-old in my classroom, just a woosah, <laughs> just mm -hmm. a woosah. He came in. I was like. Go ahead, baby. Tell us, tell us what's going on. I use that because he was <laughs> running around, screaming, hollering, and I was like, "Come on." We're gonna do a safe circle. Everybody, our friend needs support. Everything stopped. Everybody sat down. He talked it and he he said it. And his sibling was in my class and his sibling was looking at me like, I did not know he knew that many words. And I was <laughs> like, see what happens when you listen to somebody mm -hmm. that feel important. And another thing I've always taught my kids that a conversation is too important. People having something to say. Mm -hmm. So you get to say what you need to say. I get to say we need, what you need to say. And at the end of the day, we're going to love each other. Absolutely. So, and then of course, I had a chair and a poster. That was the calm down area. So if you knew you had, for my friends who had big, big, big emotions. Big um, So on the, on the um, poster, it was things to do like you can write it out you can cry it out you can yell if you have to if you need a color you can um if you just want to sit there and take a nap you can i'm as long as you're in that table as long as your homework uh we get your homework done if you need help and if your snack is eaten because you need the nutrients <laughs> we're gonna be good absolutely <laughs> and then that's when see that corner itself we had a friend who was not very good at writing when she came in she would go and write down what happened with her day she'll bring it to me or she'd be like i would like to give this to to miss tish instead of you miss taylor you can go ahead go ahead and give it to miss tish and there you go and then of course they had a choice mm -hmm. so those are just a few strategies that i used and those are really great strategies and even thinking about now even though COVID, we're still considered 
it, we're still in a pandemic, mm -hmm. but even when everything was um, shut down and locked up and closed up, mm -hmm. you know, it's, mm -hmm. children are still recovering from that. We yes. have children that are committing suicide because yes. they fell into a depression while mm -hmm. they were home doing their virtual learning. And I think that it's important for us, and that's why I think that it is, I agree that social emotional is so huge mm -hmm. because people think saying please and thank you is social emotional development, but Whoa. we need to be able to communicate. We need yes. to be able to regulate our emotions. Yes. And we also need, to, for children, they need to be able to enter into play and they need to build friendship skills. In right. addition to conflict resolution, mediation, mm -hmm. all of those things coming up with their own solutions so mm -hmm. that they understand there's more than one way to solve a problem. Right. And so thinking about um, you being a new teacher mm -hmm. um, and it seems like you've come such a long way and you've grown so much, mm -hmm. um, what would be your advice for um, a new person entering our field that on those days where even I've had those days myself as I owned my own center, if I could have put the for sale sign out <laughs> and somebody snatched it up within 30 minutes of that sign being out, it was a done deal. But then you have someone else coming in, a parent coming in and telling you what a blessing your program right. is. And you know, the programs that I work with, I had a mom today tell us just how much her child has grown mm -hmm. and how we really go to bat for the kids and she was just saying that she wouldn't have her child any other place and that mm -hmm. she just wanted me to know that and so on those hard days that helps to refill me up so mm -hmm. on your tough days what what is a way that what's something that you were able to do for self-care for yourself so that you could be like, okay, I can make it one more day. Right. When is payday? Is it coming up? I can make it till payday. Right. <laughs> so what are one of those strategies? What's biggest something thing, that you do? My biggest thing is thinking about the relationships. Because mm -hmm. um, I have a bunch of kids who come in and they immediately see me mommy and I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't claim you on my taxes, so let's think to TT. <laughs> so now when I come downstairs, I'm like, mama TT. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking of the relationships with the kids. Yeah. And then of course just of course with the parents because um even today, like um one of our partners learning spaces with the United Way, um, I had a parent literally bring me a Christmas gift. And <laughs> I was so, so nice. Right. I was like, you don't have to do it. She was like, Well, what do you like? <laughs> and um, it was funny because Miss V, she was like, Well, I'm gonna get the baby something. Since you wanna set my gift, I'm gonna get the baby something. And um, so relationships with the parents, relationships with the kids, and always remembering as you're new, it's a learning process. Yes. Everything, all your wisdom comes from mistakes and learning <laughs> Please and say research. That one more time. All of your learning <laughs> and wisdom come from mistakes. <laughs> I'm gonna record that and play that over and over again. <laughs> that, was, that's, that is really good. One thing is like, it's a learning experience. And one thing um, I strive to do, um, a lot of people look for the wins in their day. It's good to look at the wins, but also look at what's something that you failed at and you can do better and having the gratitude for that lesson. That way, when you see the change and when you come to the change, 
you're more thankful you're more humble and you just can move on and you know implement it it's something to go yes. in your pocketbook absolutely mm -hmm. and always be have be open to learning teachable. new things be teachable. teachable and because our field is evolving so things are changing as yes. more and more research is Rapid, conducted rapidly things are changing and so just being flexible enough mm -hmm. i tell everyone i'll ask them you know they'll say well what are you looking for in a teacher and i'll say well i'm looking for someone that's flexible Mm -hmm. that is willing to go through change and willing to get to know the classroom, willing to get to know the children because we can, I can teach you anything about early childhood, mm -hmm. but I need someone that is open to learn and mm -hmm. willing to learn and not when you go home at night, find something that helps you release the day mm -hmm. so that when you come back in the next morning, it's a new day. Right. That every day, there's no day that is ever the same. Never. It depends Never. on who, which staff members are at work that day, the which kids, children are at work. At, what happened in the child's morning. <laughs> yes. I can, one of my what happened kids, in our morning. Right. One of the babies in the classroom, I can literally tell if he had a good morning or not. Yeah. Just by coming in. Mm -hmm. And I can tell if, well, as soon as he's waking up, if he comes and he lays his head on my chest, he needs a little love. He needs a little mm -hmm. cuddle. He needs, you know, a calm right. moment. So when I give him that, I notice like our afternoons are easier. Mm -hmm. But uh, opposed to me not being able to give to him that, he's all over the place. He's frantic. So always paying attention. And of course, as a teacher and as somebody who's catering to the kids, and you have to cater to yourself. So Absolutely. one thing I'm always doing, if I know the day was hard, the week is hard, I'm going home to take a bubble bath, yes. I'm lighting my incense, I'm listening to the word, uh, watching my favorite TV show. And another thing that I love is um, about learning and teaching social emotional growth is that you go through it too. Absolutely. One thing I've noticed that over this year, I have gone through an emotional change that is very mature for my age. So I'm able to go home and say to my little brothers, listen, babies, Tay Tay had a very hard day today. Give me 30 minutes and our tops will come and watch our TV show. Mm -hmm. I just need some time. And it's even gotten to the point where when I feel nonverbal, not, not being able to communicate that, if mm -hmm. I just go inside my room, my little brother, he's 10, knocking on the door, Taylor. <laughs> Do you need a moment? <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for noticing. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm gonna tell Elijah you need a moment. <laughs> and I'm gonna go and do this, 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 and this. And I'll come back and check up on you. Yeah. 45 minutes later. Knocking at the door. Are you ready? Are you okay? You're breathing. And it's funny, my Elijah and Isaiah are so different. So Elijah's care is very bodacious, it's mm -hmm. loud, Isaiah's is small. So let's say uh, I'm having cramps or something, and I go, oh, Isaiah go, Elijah, Taylor needs some ibuprofen. Her cramps are starting. And next thing you know, you see Elijah busting in the door. Here's the medicine. <laughs> I'm like, what? Isaiah told me your cramps are starting. Or Isaiah, Elijah will bust in the room, and he'll be like, breathe louder. <laughs> if I'm being too quiet, because that's, that's what I did to him. Yeah. So that's what mom would do. My aunt would do. She'll just bust in the door real loud, be like, mm, 
breathe louder and walk out. <laughs> so when I say my family is very colorful, that's what I mean. It's very yeah. colorful. So of course, it's very important to take care of yourself mm -hmm. because you have to take care of other people. If you don't pour into yourself, but you pour yourself out, right? at some point you're gonna run out. You're gonna be on empty, yes. that's for sure. And I find a lot of teachers end up on empty mm -hmm. um, and then the frustration sets in because they're on empty. And so mm -hmm. always having that time for yourself, for that self-care, whatever that is for you, that's really super important to make sure that you do that. Mm -hmm. um, so Taylor, our time is just about up, but mm -hmm. tell us, what are your plans? I know that you are in college, so what are your plans? So my plans is to, of course, I want to venture out on the social emotional growth of children. Mm -hmm. So eventually, not only do I want to work with um, kids under five, but I want to go to the higher grades like middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. and much I, needed. Much needed. Much needed. <laughs> Very much needed. <laughs> I'm gonna say it one more time. Much, much needed. needed. Because, woo. <laughs> but, um, because I remember what it's like to be that age and going to a teacher asking for support and they really do not care about their support. So um, I plan on to be like a psychologist for them, a life mm -hmm. coach, someone they coach. can come to and you know get the information that they need. Even Absolutely. if their parents don't care about the child's social emotional growth because we do have some parents who do not care. Well, and, and even here on looking through a new lens, mm -hmm. I'm such a research nerd. Mm -hmm. And so there's research just all over the place about um, having that one significant person. person. Um, and John Dewey wrote a book, Education and Experience, and mm -hmm. in it he talks about how much more a child learns from an enthusiastic teacher mm -hmm. than they do from a teacher that's just by humbug. And that book, believe it or not, was first written in 1934 mm. and was reprinted in 1965. Mm. And all of that content is still relevant today. Right. Well, for me, the book that did it was, I want to say it's The Other West Moore. I think that's what it's called. Okay. That's a good book. It's Two West Moors. I okay. think that's what it's called. But one, they both, they lived in the same area, had the same um, adversity, adversities, had the same aces. And the only thing that made a difference why one ended up being incarcerated and the other one ended up thriving was that one person. Yes. That was the thing. And um, that's that was like mm -hmm. something that altered my mind. It's like, this is what we mm -hmm. need. Well, and for those of you that may not be aware, ACEs is an acronym for Adverse Childhood Experiences. And um, on the CDC's website, you can access that whole study mm -hmm. and get all of the information regarding ACEs if that is in of interest to you. So, um, Taylor, I thank you so much for coming thank and you for having visiting me. with us this evening. And yes. For all of you new teachers out there, we just want to encourage you to keep going. Make every day a new day. And if anyone wants to email us any questions, it is Pollyanna's Place with one L at gmail.com. And we will, we promise we'll answer you. We'll mm -hmm. do our best to give you a different perspective, well, multiple perspectives because it's through a different lens. And until next time, guys, we'll see you soon. Adios.